0: For tomorrow's news today, you're listening to Speak Life with Marty Layton. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Speak Life. We're so very grateful that you chose to tune in tonight. As many of you know, last week we had some technical issues, and I appreciate you coming back tonight. And so, welcome to this amazing night of revelation and restoration and inspiration. My name is Marty Layton. And my wife Tracy and I pastor the greatest church right here in Hendersonville, Tennessee, called Life Point Church, with the most amazing people in Middle Tennessee, and now the most amazing people all over the internet and all over the globe. So welcome to the flock, and welcome to the future, and welcome to Speak Life. Uh, we are very prophetic around here, and I believe that every believer... Is called to be prophetic. No, I didn't say pathetic, I said prophetic. I'm ordained as a prophet and I believe in the ministry of God's true prophets. And let me be clear I am a prophet of my Lord Jesus Christ. And you know, we've had people write in and ask, why don't uh, uh, why I don't always say Jesus Christ is Lord, or why, don't, why, why do I not try to lead people to Jesus at the end of every broadcast? Uh, well, I do say Jesus is Lord all the time, and occasionally, uh, when I'm led by the Holy Spirit, I will try to uh, bring a, a call to salvation, and uh, Jesus Christ is Lord, And he has called and he has ordained me as his prophet. As a matter of fact, Jesus is the prophet. Amen. And uh, we've taught many times in detail. uh, But in Ephesians chapter 4, it talks about the mantle of Jesus. And that when he ascended on high, like Elijah, when he threw his mantle back. And one man, Elisha, received the double portion mantle. Jesus divided his mantle into five different parts. And it says he gave these as gifts unto men. They were apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers. And these are the leaders of the church that are called to do the work of Jesus, to equip the saints of God for the work of the ministry, to edify or to build up the body of Christ Leading the church, <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> as an extension of Jesus' ministry, raising up the church, the Bible says, to the fullness of the measure of the stature of Christ, so that the church can mature and become the mature bride that Jesus has called us to be. Amen? So, as a prophet, part of my ministry is similar to John the Baptist. Uh, which is to prepare the way for the coming of the Lord, make straight paths. And that is part of what we do here at Speak Life and part of what we do at Life Point Church. Amen. And so, uh, you know, I woke up early this morning and like I do every day, I withdraw and I pray. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> Two or three times a day. I pray over our family, I pray over our ministry, I pray over our nation, and I pray over our partners and our friends and, uh, and all of our families. And uh, I do this every single day, at least three times a day. Uh, but early this morning, the Lord reminded me that He spoke to me about entering into a, a new season of restoration. And he called it a surge of restoration. And I'll elaborate more on this in a moment. Uh, But I want to encourage you uh, right now, as we are doing our best to grow this audience, I want to invite you to invite others uh, to tune in. Share this broadcast in your feed. Uh, Hit the like button. a Comment. Engage in the online experience, chat in the chat box, uh, help us get the word out. Uh, But uh, this is a time of shifting, a time of shifting and moving forward by faith. You know, Apostle Tom Hammond said 2024 is the year for the leap of faith during the leap year. And I bear witness with that word so strong. I believe a shift was already on God's agenda but the enemy wants to try to come in and try to cause a disruption of God's plans and uh, he creates what I call a contradiction to the plans of God and his aim the enemy's aim is to bring confusion to bring division with a contradiction well, if God said everything's supposed to go this way, why is everything going that way? Uh, but those who are listening to the voice of the Lord and the voice of his prophets have a completely different perspective. We don't question these things. We have a clear uh, perception of what is going on. In the scripture, I believe, that relates to the middle of this shift that we are in right now is uh, Second Chronicles twenty twenty believe God, and be established. So if, as things are shifting and changing, stay connected to God. Believe what He has said before all the shifting happened, and you won't be shifted in, in a negative way. You'll be uh, established. Believe His prophets, and so shall you prosper you know i believe that god prospers those uh <coughs> excuse me who will not listen uh to the enemy and to what the threats and the fears of the enemy would say i have some good hot tea to help me get through the night uh but <coughs> those that listen to his prophets God's not only going to bless you, but he's going to give you a reward for that. Uh, he's going to prosper you. And it's become more relevant, uh, in my opinion, as these years go on. But the voice of false prophets are always speaking the contradiction or the counterfeit to what God is doing. And this is why there's some confusion in division. That's, that's the enemy. He's the author of confusion and division. But I believe we have the authority as a prophetic generation to silence the false prophetic, you know, and partner with God and and shift our nation back to him. That's what you're seeing happening right now. Don't be confused (coughs) by what is happening in our nation's capital and uh, politically right now. God is shifting everything And it is a time of restoration. And so watch what the hand of God does over the next two to three months. You know, as a believer in Christ Jesus, you've been given all power over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means harm you. And, you know, in this time of shifting, (coughs) it is time to fight the good fight of faith using our authority to overthrow darkness with the light of Jesus Christ. So before I begin teaching, I wanted to encourage you and I wanted to pray. You know, the power of God is available for each and every one of us to tap into and use. And uh, I want to encourage you to pray. I want to encourage you to engage in prayer more. You have the power of God backing you up. You remember in uh, Luke chapter 1, the angel spoke to Mary and said in, in verse 37, For with God nothing's ever impossible, and no word from God shall be without power or impossible of fulfillment. He's talking about the prophetic. <coughs> the most the most boiled down literal interpretation of that scripture is no word from God is without power. No word from God is without power. In other words, when God says something, and specifically they're talking about the prophetic here, power is released in it. and It's released in it, it's released by it, and it's released through those prophetic words. <coughs> Excuse me, Isaiah 55:11 <clears throat> says, "So shall my word be that goes forth from my mouth." That's speaking of the prophet's ministry. So shall my word be that goes forth from my mouth. it shall not return to me void of fulfillment." But it shall accomplish what I please, and it shall prosper in the thing which, in, for which I sent it. Uh, and when it's time for spiritual warfare, it's not a time of passivity, but it's a time of spiritual aggression. It's a time to pray strong prayers. Uh, Job twenty two twenty eight says, decree a thing and it will be established unto you. and light will shine upon your ways. I say it like this, decree a thing. It shall be established unto you, and his light will shine upon your ways, driving back the powers of darkness. That's the MLV, the Marty Layton version. And uh, that's what it means when you study it out. It means when you begin to decree something, light comes out of you. The light of God starts coming out of you, and it drives back the powers of darkness. Something powerful happens when you speak life. And so I want to encourage you, pray fervently. Make decrees like a king or like a queen with authority. Make a decree. Make a declaration. You know, remember that movie Patriot with Mel Gibson, Uh, where Mel Gibson is telling them, hold the line, hold the line, hold the line. Then at the exact moment of maximum impact, he says, fire. I believe we are going now from holding the line, holding the line, holding the line to fire. Fire aggressively in the spirit Fire every prayer weapon uh, against the enemy. Pull down the strongholds of darkness. Cast out the demonic squatters. Pray and release fiery prayers now over our nation, over your family, over your region. I believe the shift is here, and it's time to pray strong prayers against the powers of darkness. Amen? And let me, in asking you to pray... I also want to ask you to pray for us. Remember, Apostle Paul said a great door is open for us, and there's many adversaries with it. In other words, I want your prayers to pray uh, for us as well so that these adversaries will be wiped out. You know, one puts a thousand to flight, two puts ten thousand to flight. God wants us to be praying together, praying for each other's needs. That's why I encourage you, go to our website. And give us your prayer request. Let's let's stand together in prayer there as well. Amen. But pray for us. We're on the front lines of this warfare, and we are winning, but we need your prayers. Amen. And for those of you who, who haven't heard, we are purchasing a five-acre campus right here in Hendersonville, Tennessee at 1041 Center Point Road. And if our uh production team could go ahead and put up that picture that would be great. This is our new facility that we are purchasing uh there's another building beside it and and it is on five beautiful acres and uh these are powerful uh training facilities that God has entrusted to us uh This will be our permanent headquarters. It'll be a place where we can have prophetic conferences, uh, prophetic training, the school of the prophets, uh, a school for our children to be taught and trained with a biblical classical education, a place where we can create media and send it to the ends of the earth. You know, God showed me people moving here to be trained and equipped for the ministry. And over the years, we've received so many words about training hundreds of thousands of of God's great warriors, and uh, especially even in the area of prophetic worship and warfare. And there is a groundswell of anticipation and faith around this move. And so we are already hearing from people who are, are moving here now and people who have already moved here. And it is exciting to see a prophetic company coming together for God's purposes and plans. And so... I want to encourage you I'm not I'm not receiving an offering right now but I want to encourage you if God speaks to you uh we are believing God for the funds um to to get this debt free. I believe God can do it. I don't believe it's difficult for him and uh even some of you out there could write a check and probably buy the whole thing twice. Uh but I want you to obey God, do whatever whatever God says. Uh, but be willing to give uh, to the ministry. And, and listen, you're going to reap an incredible harvest from this. Uh, you know, when you're possessing territory, warfare intensifies. And so uh, continue to pray for us. Amen. Exodus fifteen three declares, the Lord is a warrior. The Lord is his name. The Lord of hosts is, is literally what it says there. Lord Sabaoth, the Lord of hosts. And he fights for his people. And you know, when it's God, he's going to provide, and he's going to fight. <coughs> but he's not going to do everything. He wants his people to coalesce. He wants his people to come together. He wants his people to fight the good fight of faith together. Amen. You know, especially when possessing our promised land, he fights for his people. And listen, God has no rival. No rival so pray for us, Amen. Amen. All right. Well, I want to jump right into the to the um, ministry tonight, and uh, you know, I told the Lord, uh, you know, we've really uh, moved forward in so many areas, but there's some things that are that are still always going to be a pillar and a uh, foundational stone of what we do. And part of that is uh, prophetic ministry. And so I want to just take a minute here and, uh, and just say, uh, uh, just give a couple of prophetic words. Uh, if you really, really need a word, uh, then put it in the uh, comment box, and I'll go ahead and, and uh, you know, as the Lord gives me something for you, I'll go ahead and prophesy uh to the word to you. But uh let me start by saying this Lisa Ferris. Uh Lisa there is a a turn up ahead and uh God has given you prophetic insight into what's happening and into what is coming and you're wondering what is happening right now. And God seems to be slowing some things down. It's almost like he is uh, hitting the brakes on you and you're trying to manage and figure out what am I supposed to do now? It seems like things are, are slowing down. But that, that's because there's a turn up ahead and uh, God has some changes that he's bringing in your life. And these changes are for the good. Uh, these, are, these are things that are going to take you by surprise but it's all good, Amen. It's all good, not a bad thing in 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 what God is doing. And so, be encouraged, be excited, uh, get your faith stirred up. Um, things are shifting a little bit for you right now, but God has a bigger picture that He's about to open up to you, and your life is a, is about to get a whole lot better a whole lot faster than what you could make happen. Amen. So Lisa Ferris, we bless you in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Uh, Jen Nichols. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> Jen, there is, a, um, there is a, uh, a part of you where you like everything calculated out. You have everything uh, organized from one end to the other. And there's the way that you serve the Lord is very practical. And God loves that. God made you that way. But God has been stretching you uh, in other areas where it's, it just seems like, I don't know how to make something like that happen. And if I can't measure it, If I can't aim at it, uh, how can I do that? And so what I sense now is Isaiah, uh, Isaiah, I think it's Isaiah 53, (coughs) where the Lord's saying, stretch out your curtain tents, uh, stretch out your stakes, lengthen your stakes, strengthen your cords. Uh, God has been stretching you out in some areas. And it's almost like you don't know how to organize that. Uh, But the Spirit of God uh, has something that's coming from behind. And I heard a voice from behind you saying, this is the way, walk ye in it. And that's what Scripture says. And so there are some things that God has already said, (coughs) excuse me, Uh, that you are, about to step into, and so God has been stretching some areas of life uh, so that you could receive more. And even in some areas uh, where the Bible says, sing, O barren, sing in that same spot, uh, because you're going to have more children than the the married woman. In other words, you're going to become more fruitful than you ever imagined you could be. And you're going to say, God, I can, I can hear you saying this, God, this should have happened 20 years ago. This would have been so much better timing 20 years ago. Uh, but God knows you and God knows the right timing for everything. And so right now is the time. And so, Father, I just thank you right now uh, for expanding Jen Nichols' faith I thank you, Father, that there is an expansion happening within her. It's beyond what she has been taught. It's beyond what she has understood. But, Lord, you are doing bigger. Uh, Lord, nothing is impossible. You looked at Abraham and Sarah, 90 and 100, and you said it's time to have a baby. Uh, There's so many examples throughout the Bible when your timing looked absolutely wrong. Uh, but Lord it was for your glory and I just see her in that moment now where suddenly things are going to start happening in a way where she's going to see why you stretched some things out why you did the things the way that you did and she's going to walk in a word that is coming from behind her uh, in the fulfillment of that word and it will be something that totally takes her by surprise but it would be the delight of her heart. And so, Father, I release that to her now in Jesus' name. And, uh, uh, Jen, I just, um, there is uh, no need to try to figure the pace out at the moment. Just keep putting one foot in front of the other and watch what God does. Amen. Amen. Well, we bless you. Amen. <coughs> Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Well, you know, the Lord spoke to me that the Lion of Judah would roar in 2024. The Lion of Judah would roar in 2024. And the sound of his roar, at the sound of his roar, there would be this surge of restoration. And so I want to talk about that surge of restoration tonight. Biblically speaking... Judah always went first, and of course, Judah means praise, and Jesus is the lion of the tribe of Judah. And so Jehoshaphat understood this in Second Chronicles 20 when they were surrounded by the enemy, and uh, the prophet rose up and said, you shall not need to fight in this battle. The battle belongs to the Lord. Put the praisers out front, and then you're going to stand and see the salvation of our God. And then King Jehoshaphat followed it up by saying, Believe God and be established. Believe his prophets and so shall you prosper. You know, we read through these things so fast. Uh, But can you imagine where they were that day when suddenly they were totally surrounded (coughs) 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 and there was no option of escape? They just had, uh, Pastor Tracy calls it, forced faith. You have to either believe God or die. You know, that's forced faith. And so here's the king of Judah, the king of praise, the tribe of praise. And Jesus is the lion of the tribe of Judah. And when he roars, according to Isaiah 30, 31, it shatters the enemy And that's exactly what happened for them in 2 Chronicles 20. When the Lord spoke to me that the line of Judah would roar in 2024 and at the sound of his roar there would be a surge of restoration. Think about the restoration uh, and overflow of blessing that happened there. They They began, over the next three days, gathering all the spoils of war, gold, silver, jewels, all these great things of value. Somehow their enemies were stripped of all of that that day. And listen, it was a time of restoration, and it was a surge of restoration. Suddenly they went from having little to having great wealth, and great prosperity. It was a surge of restoration. I looked up the the word surge, and it means a sudden, powerful forward or upward movement. A sudden, powerful forward or upward movement, especially by a crowd or by a natural force, such as the waves of tide, uh, flooding caused by tidal surges, like a flood, like the river at flood time, like a tsunami or a tidal wave. Now, many of you who have been with us for a little while know that I've been declaring to you that there's a storm brewing, and that it's coming from God, our Father. It's a it is a storm of dread and fear to the enemy but a storm of blessing to the people of God. And several years ago, God showed me this tidal wave vision, a tidal wave surging. And it was a massive, mighty wave of God's blessing. And it was designed to take out every enemy and bless God's people in the process. And this is the very definition of a surge. You have to understand the Lord allows the enemy to have just enough rope to hang himself. Like uh, uh, Haman got hung on his own gallows. You know, it may look like wicked men and wicked women are closing in and succeeding. (coughs) But God always has the final word on the matter. And the final word I'm hearing from the Lord is a surge of restoration is here a surge of restoration. Uh, This is a time, you could call it the tipping point, you could call it the breakthrough, uh, from purging to surging, (laughs) standing in the gap for your family. We're about to experience a great surge of restoration. We are on the threshold of breakthrough into whole new levels of blessing and influence for the kingdom of God. And God is going to bless his people for his purposes. Amen. Now, some people have problems with the word blessing. And, you know, it's because there's, they have seen such, <coughs> excuse me, abuse of excess, <clears throat> when God wants you to have more than enough, He wants you to have too much. He wants you to have a double portion. In fact, this is the year where God has truly activated the double portion. Look at the scripture in Proverbs chapter 8, beginning in verse 18. It says, With me are riches and honor, enduring wealth and prosperity. My fruit is better than fine gold. What I yield surpasses choice silver. I walk in the way of righteousness along the paths of justice, bestowing a rich inheritance on those who love me and making their treasuries full. And making their treasuries full. God is about to make your treasuries full. First of all, you never knew you needed treasuries, plural. But God is about to give you treasuries and make those treasuries full. Proverbs 10.22 says, The blessing of the Lord makes you rich, and he adds no sorrow with it. You're not going to have to apologize For walking in God's blessing. (coughs) In the book of Exodus, it says, When you catch a thief, he must restore to you double what he stole. And as you know, Bishop Hammond, he prophesied 2024, God's going to give you double for all your trouble. 2024 is the year of the double portion for you. Isaiah 61, 7, it says, Instead of your shame, you shall have double honor. Instead of confusion, they shall rejoice in their portion. Therefore, in their land, they shall possess double. Listen, you have to understand everything is shifting at God's command right now. The enemy has had his time, and his time is over. He cannot do any more, and now is God's time. And it says, "...and in your land, in your fulfillment of your prophetic promises, possessing your promised land, in your land, (coughs) you shall possess double for all your trouble." think about that for a moment what well, god is saying i want to give you double whatever you think is is an amazing portion i want to double it that's that's our god that's our father many people don't know that because they grew up with such uh, a slave mentality uh, you know that's why god took um Moses out of the palace of uh, uh, out of the home of a slave and put him in the palace of a king (coughs) excuse me so that he could be raised as a king so that he could understand how to think like a king how to live like a king how to manage as a king and not like a slave because he wanted to impart that mindset to his People that he was delivering. (coughs) Excuse me. And so he didn't take a slave to lead the slaves. He took a king that he raised up in the palace of the Pharaoh to lead his people out and to begin to show them this is how you live like a king, this is how you think like a king, this is how you manage like a king until he could get all of Egypt out of the people. And as we know, he did that all the way up to the edge of the promised land, and then Joshua took him all the way in. And so he says, In your land you shall possess double for all your trouble. A surge of God's blessing is coming like a tidal wave, restoring to you all that the enemy has stolen. And our mind shift, Our mindsets have to shift and change in this shift to understand God is causing you to be incredibly blessed. God is causing you to, to start receiving His prosperity and His blessing, and it is not something to be sorry about. It is not something wrong. It is something right. Amen. God is restoring to you All that the enemy has stolen from you and from your generations. When they left Egypt, they got a paycheck of 470 years. Amen. The rest of Isaiah 61.7 says, Everlasting joy shall be yours. Everlasting joy shall be yours. Let me read this to you in the message translation because it's so good. It says, Because you got a double dose of trouble and more than your share of contempt, your inheritance in the land will be doubled and your joy shall go on forever. Everything is surging. Everything is shifting from robbery To restoration. I shared with you about three weeks ago, a very large angel was standing at the head of my bed, and the Lord spoke to me and said, This is an angel of recovery, and he's going to recover all that was stolen from you in the last seven years and more. Listen, I believe we are in a surge of restoration and recovery. In 2 Kings chapter 7, is the account of prophet Elisha, again, the double portion prophet. And wickedness has caused a closed heaven over Israel again. Israel was besieged by the Syrians, and they cut off all supplies to the land of Israel. They had a supply chain problem no water, no food, no harvest. And the Bible actually says they were eating the brains of donkeys and they were eating doves' dung, doves' droppings. And that is symbolic of the brains or best thinking of the stubborn and rebellious. And the droppings of of doves represent the former moves of the Holy Spirit. You can fill in the blanks there yourself. There, there was a famine in the land for the word of the Lord, the Bible says. And Elisha, the double portion prophet, says, I have a word from the Lord for you. There's coming a surge of restoration. In 2 Kings chapter 7 and verse 1, he says, it says, then Elisha said, hear the word of the Lord. Thus says the Lord, tomorrow... About this time, a seah of fine flour shall be sold for a shekel and two seahs of barley for a shekel at the gate of Samaria. So an officer on, whom, on whose hand the king leaned answered the men of God and said, Look, if the Lord would make windows in heaven, could this thing possibly be? That's how impossible it sounded. Remember, not one word from God is without power. And he said, in fact, you shall see it with your eyes, but you shall not eat of it. Wow, I don't ever want that said to me. So the promises given in the heavens instantly went from closed to opened. Now, like any other prophetic word, there must be an action of faith. Someone has to exercise their faith and take a risk And step out on the promise of God. So look at verse three. It says, "Now there were four leprous men, the least of the least of the least in the kingdom." That just—it's an—that says a lot to um, people that think, "Well, God can't do that for me." Four leprous men at the entrance of the gate, and they said to one another, "Why are we sitting sitting here until we die?" If if we say we will enter the city, the famine's in the city, and we shall die there. And if we sit here, we will die also. Now, therefore, come, let us surrender to the enemy, to the army of the Syrians. And if they keep us alive, we shall live; or if they kill us, we shall only die. And so they rose up at twilight, midnight to go to the camp of the Syrians. And when they had come to the outskirts of the Syrian camp, to their surprise, no one was there. For the Lord had caused the army of the Syrians to hear the noise of chariots and the noise of horses and the noise of a great army. So they said to one another, Look, the king of Israel has hired against us the kings of the Hittites, And the kings of the Egyptians to attack us. Therefore, they arose and they fled at twilight and left the camp intact, their tents, their horses, their donkeys, and they fled for their lives. So, God caused the heavens to open at the prophet's word. The heavens are opened. Open heaven activity means between heaven and earth, open heaven. Now the armies of heaven could engage in the warfare with them. That's what happened. (coughs) (coughs) Suddenly, what had been robbed was restored (coughs) to Israel in just a moment. It was a surge of restoration and recovery. Think about that. In just one day, everything went went from famine to feasting. This is an intense time in the kingdom of God, but not one word from God is without his power to bring it to pass. God is calling his people to rise up in faith and believe God for impossible turnarounds. Impossible breakthroughs. In just one day, they went from eating garbage uh, to eating God's finest and very best. In just one day, the besiegement was broken. The famine was broken. Suddenly, abundance was everywhere. In just one day, Ruth went from gleaning a field to the owner of that field, from single to happily married and wealthy in just one day. In just one day, little David went from rejected and put outside with the sheep to anointed as king and slaying the giant, then on to the palace. And in just one day, Joseph went from prisoner to the prime minister of the nation that He was once imprisoned by. Elisha goes from this palace prophecy to meeting with a widow woman who blessed him. And he gives her a double portion word. And she goes to the palace where Elisha prophesied the day before. And here's a conversation between the king's counselor Gehazi, which was Elisha's servant, in the king. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> in Second Kings eight and chapter four. I'm sorry, Second Kings chapter eight and verse four. It says, Then the king talked with Gehazi, the servant of the man of God, saying, Tell me, please, all the great things that Elisha has done. Now what happened as he was telling Uh, the king, how he had restored the dead to life, that the woman on whose whose son uh, Elisha raised to life, appealing to the king for her house and for her land. And Gehazi said, My lord, O king, this is the woman. This is her. This is her son, whom Elisha restored to life. And when the king asked the woman, she told him, so the king appointed a certain officer for her, a certain officer for her, saying, Restore. Restore all that was hers and all the proceeds of the field from that day that she left until, until from the day that she left the land until now. So in just one day, she saw a surge of restoration and she saw a double portion. And I, I wanted to add in, I believe that certain officer represents angels of restoration and recovery. That I believe are God's certain officers being dispatched for his people to go bring back to you all that the enemy stole. I'm delivering a prophetic word to you tonight, and it's like fire in my bones, and I believe you're going to start to see everything start to surge in your life now, surging in business, surging in your relationships, surging in your finances, surging in every area of your life. Get ready for the heavens to bow down to you and watch Jehovah Almighty God, the Lord of hosts, fight for you, fight for your economy, fight for your family, fight for your restoration. Everything is turning around right now. I know you feel the anointing. Everything's turning around, everything's surging, and you are about to catch the next wave of His glory. You are about to walk into great awakening and be able to have a testimony to share to the young ones that'll be saved, you're gonna say, let me tell you about the God I know for his glory, amen? Amen. Father, I just pray right now over every person within the sound of my voice, Lord, a little bit different tonight, but that's all right. Lord, I just believe that right now, there's a breaker anointing that's going before your people. Angels are on assignment. Recovery angels, restoration angels are going out like certain officers in that scripture, bringing back to your people double portion blessings, Father, that they don't even know belong to them, coming to them now. I just decree to those who will receive it by faith. Father, this grace, this incredible word, Father, that you've given to me, Lord, let them receive the blessing of that now. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 I want to give you an opportunity to sow into this prophetic restoration anointing and pray about it. Believe God. And we're going to stand with you, because something good is about to happen for you. Amen. Father, I just pray, Lord, for that double portion, for everyone who gives tonight, Father, everyone who participates in this, Lord, let them see a supernatural breaker anointing suddenly surge in their finances. (coughs) We don't want to be like that one in the palace that said, listen, if God were to make windows in the heaven, this is not going to happen. No, we want to be like those who may seem to be the least of the least and say, God, I believe you can do it. Why not? And so, Father, we give tonight in faith, believing no word from you is without the power of total fulfillment of that word. In the name of Jesus, amen. And amen. 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 There are multiple ways you can give. Uh, you can text any amount to the number eight four three two one. It's eight four three two one. Thank you for sticking in there with me as I've uh, kind of coughed my way through this message tonight. Uh, there's also a QR code on the screen. You can uh, you can put your camera over that and it'll bring up the giving. A link, and you can click on that and go that way. Uh, give that way. Uh, if you're watching on social media, there's a link in the comment section. You can give that way. Or you can go to our website, <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> lifepointchurch.cc. There's a giving link there. Uh, you can give that way. Or if you prefer, you can mail your offering. To Life Point, PO. box 1822, Hendersonville, Tennessee. That's Life Point, PO. box 1822, Hendersonville, Tennessee, 37077. Amen. Amen. Job 22:28 says, "Decree a thing, and it shall be established unto you, and light will shine upon your ways." I believe in this. And I believe there's a greater anointing upon our mouths than ever before. You know, when you grow up and you mature, the Bible says to whom much is given, much is required. And I believe God is calling his mature ones to learn to begin speaking correctly with a greater care upon their speech. And again, as kings and priests unto our God, when we speak, there's a weightiness from the Father upon our words. And so I want to always uh, uh, take a minute and thank each and every one of you who continue to stand with us week after week, month after month, year after year, praying for us, sowing into us. Uh, Thank you for your continual support. Thank you for standing with us. Thank you for believing with us. We're breaking through. Good things are happening. Matthew ten forty one. it says, He who receives a prophet in the name of a prophet shall receive a prophet's reward. We've talked about that. I've preached on that. But right now, I'm decreeing that. I decree the prophet's reward is released to you today. Now, just receive that. Amen. Amen. Let me encourage you to check out our sponsor, MyPillow.com, MyStore.com. Mike Lindell has been a friend and a supporter of this broadcast since day one. He's made available to our audience a very large discount when you use the promo code Marty. And so part of the proceeds go to supporting Speak Life. And uh, this program costs a lot to produce, to publish, and to uh, to do all the things that we do. And when you shop at MyPillow or My Store, and use the promo code, you're supporting this show. And you get some great products and incredible discounts. So please check them out at MyPillow.com. Use the promo code MARTY. If you prefer to call in your order, there's a dedicated number for this audience. It's 800-859-2938. 800-859-2938. Tell the operator to, you want to use the promo code MARTY you'll receive that special discount. And we are grateful for the support of my pillow and Mike Lindell. Just remember to use the promo code Marty. <coughs> Excuse me. I also want to remind you that we are live every Friday night, 7 p.m. Central Time, right here in America, on Facebook, YouTube, and on Rumble. And I know we have a audience all over the world, so that's why I say Central Standard 7 PM Central Standard Time every Friday night. In America. And so uh, be sure to tune in when you can. It would be great if you would help us by telling others to tune in uh, so that they can be blessed too. And that's every Friday night, 7 p.m. Central Time here in America. If you like podcasts, please check out our, our podcasts on iTunes, Spotify, Charisma Podcast Network. And while you're there, give us a five-star review. It would help us tremendously. Amen. Again, follow me on social media, at Marty Layton, at Marty Layton, on all the social media platforms. (coughs) Follow me, ring the bell, (coughs) excuse me, subscribe, whatever it takes. But I want to thank you again for tuning in to Speak Life. It's my prayer each week that you're built up by the prophetic ministry that comes from this platform and that it encourages you. to do the impossible with God. Amen. God is ready to do it. In this new year, let's determine to speak with God's wisdom and begin to declare the mind of Christ. Amen. Proverbs 18, 21. It declares this. The tongue has the power of life and death, and those who love it will eat its fruit. I believe God wants you and I to have hope and to give it to others and to know just how powerful our words are. So I want to thank you for tuning in today. And I want to encourage you, always remember to speak life. We'll see you next week. God bless. Thank you for listening to Speak Life with Marty Layton. Please help us spread hope and share this podcast with a friend. Join us again as we speak life into our world we we'll